When I was 17, I drank some very good beer. I drank some very good beer I purchased with a fake ID. My name was Brian McKee. Hello, one and all, and happy 2022. This is episode 13 of Dear Gluten Dude. Uh, episode 12 was, I think, three weeks ago. So where the hell have I been? That's a good question. I wish I could say I was relaxing or having some downtime or on the beach somewhere. But the fact is, I've just been ungodly busy with uh, the Gluten Dude app and other work-related items. So hopefully one day my life will slow down a little bit and I can sort of kick back and enjoy it. But right now, it's just not going to happen. And that's okay. Today, uh, Dear Gluten Dude, we are talking about beer, and specifically whether gluten-removed beer is the same as gluten-free beer, and if people with celiac disease can trust it. Now, with no further ado, let's head to the inbox. You've got mail, baby, yeah! Hey dude, I am pretty new to this celiac thing, and back before I got diagnosed, I loved beer. I have tried a couple of beers on the market. One of them was called Omission, and I got really sick afterwards. And then I saw that they are not gluten-free, but gluten-removed. But a lot of the research I did said it is still safe to drink if you have celiac disease. So what is the deal? Are they safe or are they not? Please guide me. I'm thirsty. I remember being maybe 8 to 12 years old. And we had a nice little corner property with a pretty decent-sized backyard. And in the summertime, my dad would always be out there doing yard work, mowing the lawn, clipping, weeding, until obviously I got old enough to help him. But back in the day, he always had a beer in his hand, and he always had a black label beer in his hand. Uh, I'm not sure if black label's even around anymore. It's made by a company called Carling, um, orange can with a black label, hence the black label, label name, I guess. But every once in a while, he'd say, hey, Scott, you want a sip? And I would taste this this nectar. And two things. I thought, man, this tastes kind of weird. I'm not sure why he drinks it. But also, I felt like kind of a grown-up, so it was kind of cool. Like, I'm drinking a grown-up drink, not knowing what alcohol even was at the time or, or what it did to your system. Uh, as it turns out, it doesn't do good things to your system if you drink too much of it, which led to my dad's early death at age 67. Uh, rest in peace. Love you. Fast forward to seventh grade. I'm at a, a middle school party, and Bill Reeves offers me a beer, a Miller Nip. Now, I'm not sure if you guys remember what nips are. They were basically seven-ounce beers that came in eight packs. So he offered me a Miller High Life seven-ounce nip, and that was the first beer I ever had on my own. And, you know, you're seventh grade, you think it's it's kind of cool. But again, I didn't really understand that much what I was doing. Uh, fast forward to high school. We had the usual beer parties and drank some Budweiser's here and there and had some good times. Go to college and it's really all about looking back sadly, but all about drinking the cheapest beer, as, as much of it as possible on the weekends. And yes, sometimes even during the week. Unhealthy. My God, I'm not sure why we did it to our bodies. Anyway. After graduation, I, I started becoming a bit of a beer snob. I started tasting microbrews and IPAs and double IPAs and, and started really, really enjoying just sipping a nice beer. And then celiac disease happened. 
Um, and I was just like, I, I, I can't drink beer ever again. You've, you've got to be kidding me. So I, you know, I do what I had to do. I just, you know, had an occasional cocktail here and there. But then one night I was at P.F. Chang's and I saw they had, at the time, P.F. Chang's, I went there a lot because they had a, a gluten-free menu and that was my first meal out actually ever. I haven't been there in a long time. You can search for why on my website. But they had a gluten-free beard. It was called Red Bridge, made by Anheuser-Busch. So I said, oh, man, I'll have a Red Bridge. So I tasted the Red Bridge, and it was the last Red Bridge I ever had. Uh, then maybe a little bit later, I, I tried a Bard's, and uh, sorry, Mr. Bar, but it was just, I thought that was awful too. And then you had some companies come out that started making gluten-free beer that tastes good. The first one I had was New Planet, which I liked a lot. Uh, sadly, New Planet now makes gluten-free beer and gluten-removed beer, which means I won't drink New Planet anymore. Uh, but then more and more companies started coming out with these amazing, high-quality, gluten-free beers. Uh, there's Alt Brew, Ghostfish, Aurochs, Beerly, Burning Brothers, Evasion, Groundbreaker, Holladaily, Glutenberg, Heathens, Buckwild, all really good stuff. But the question is, what is the difference between gluten-free beer and gluten-removed beer? Well, it basically comes down to profit over people. Gluten-free beer is basically what it sounds like. It's beer made with zero gluten ingredients in a dedicated gluten-free factory. And the list of beers I just mentioned, they are all 100% gluten-free. Gluten-removed beer, on the other hand, uses a proprietary process where they use gluten-containing grains, usually barley, and they brew the beer and then they use an enzyme, which theoretically removes enough of the gluten out, so the final product is below 20 parts per million. The problem is, it's not scientifically valid, and it's been proven over and over again not to work on a consistent basis, which is why they are not allowed to call themselves gluten-free. They have to call themselves gluten-removed on their packaging, at least in some countries. I'm not sure if this is worldwide or not, or even nationwide, God forbid. So the question is, why do they do it, and how do they get away with it? And are they lying to us when they say our beer is safe? Um, so why do they do it? I like to think it wasn't just for um, selfish reasons, and that the people who started these gluten-removed companies, and I'll just call out two, because the most popular ones is Omission and Dora. They're both gluten-removed beers, very popular. A lot of bars stock them, unfortunately, selling them as gluten-free beers, drives me crazy. It makes me so angry. Are they lying to us? Well, here is, this is right from the Omission website. They say every batch of Omission is tested for gluten content, both in-house and by an independent lab using the R5 competitive ELISA. ELISA is a testing method. They say to date, every batch has been reduced to levels below 20 parts per million. And you can view your bottle's test results using the date code stamped on the back of every bottle of Omission. Yet, <laughs> They have a disclaimer, a government disclaimer on the bottom of the website that says beer fermented from barley, a grain containing gluten, and crafted to remove this gluten. The gluten content of this beer cannot be verified, and this beer may contain gluten. So go back to the previous paragraph where they say every beer has been tested and is below 20 parts per million. And this one's saying the gluten content of this beer cannot be verified, and this beer may contain gluten. So how do those two comments sync up? They don't. And that's why it pisses me off 
that they're still in the market. And if you go to the grocery store and there's a gluten-free section of beer, there's like a thousand cases of Mission, 500 cases of of Dora, and maybe one six-pack of like Glutenberg or or another one of those beers. Now, some of you may be saying, well, gluten, dude, uh, you have very strong opinions, but why should we trust you that it's not scientifically valid and that these beers are dangerous for those with celiac disease? Let me give you two quick examples. I have written a lot about beer on my website, and I have been very consistent in my feelings about gluten-removed beer. And these two examples, plus many more I won't mention, back me up. Uh, Example number one. There's a brewing company called Hepworth, and they've been around since 2001, and they decided to delve into the gluten-free beer market. But instead, of course, doing gluten-free beer... They did gluten-removed beers. They had a big announcement saying, we're proud to announce the launch of a range of beers which will delight beer lovers who are gluten intolerant or suffer celiac disease. They say traditional malting and brewing methods, when employed meticulously, result in the breakdown of the protein and then fine filtration removes any residue. The result is an authentic craft beer, gluten-free, traditionally brewed with no compromise on quality, taste, or strength. And I think you can see where this is going. In 2017, soon after they announced the uh, the gluten-removed beer, they had a huge recall. And do you know why? Yep, because excessive levels of gluten. Here's their official statement. Bottles of old classic Old Ale with a best before date of 8-20-2018 have shown a higher than expected level of gluten. Accordingly, we are recalling this batch of beer as it is not gluten-free. We apologize, but assure you that the beer in all other respects is a very acceptable brew. Celiacs can expect the next batch to be up to our usual standards. Well, pardon my French, but fuck them. Let's break their announcement down a little bit. First, they call their beer gluten-free when it's not. And then they fuck up an entire batch putting the celiac community at serious risk. And then they say the batch, in all other respects, is a very acceptable brew. I don't even know what that means. Then they tell the community, hey, no worries, you can still trust us. We'll be using the same shitty process, but it'll never happen again, I promise. (laughs) I don't know how these folks sleep with themselves or go to bed at night or look at their spouses in the eyes. And if I produce something that got people with an autoimmune disease ill. I can never produce that same product again unless I made wholesale changes within the company. But hey, maybe I'm just different that way. An example number two, this goes back a couple years ago. There's a new test out that can actually reveal gluten in gluten-removed beer. Michelle Colgrave, a researcher with a government-run Commonwealth Scientific and Industrial Research Organization in Australia, thinks there's a better way to protect those with celiac disease. She demonstrated that in a paper in the Journal of Agriculture and Food Chemistry, where she reports detecting gluten in a dozen beers labeled gluten-reduced with a new kind of test called M, called LC-MS. In her experiments, all of the beers she tested had been rated by their makers to have less than 20 parts per million of gluten. But guess what? She found detectable gluten fragments in every sample using the LCMS, and most of them had much higher levels of gluten than 20 parts per million. 
She says the enzyme treated, she says the enzyme treatment used to remove gluten does not seem to be working consistently. So you got that everyone? The method companies like Omission and Dora use do not work consistently. So from a celiac point of view, they don't work at all. I will say this over and over again, folks. Do not consume gluten-removed beers. Please stop giving them your business. If we stop supporting them, they'll stop making gluten-removed beers. And the true gluten-free brewmasters like Glutenberg, Ghostfish, Groundbreaker, Holladale, etc., will even get more of the market share and they'll continue to keep us safe. And isn't that what having celiac disease is all about? My friends, puts a wrap on episode 13 of Dear Gluten Dude. And speaking of beer, the Gluten Dude app has a section called Let's Drink, where it lists over 10,000 locations where you can find true gluten-free beer. You know all those uh, gluten-free beer companies I listed a few minutes ago? They're all on the app. So please download the app, take a look at it, Support these small businesses, support the community, and that's all I have to say about that. Till next time, folks, thank you so much.